Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. And who, sir, are you? Me. I'm the producer. I'm Matt Duncan. I'm here. I'm having a good time. Freddie, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty great. Uh, you know, excited by people I know getting vaccinations. Oh, my and stuff God. Like Everybody's finding a vaccine, doing it the old Canadian way where, you know, you just have to keep you know, uh, hunting them down and letting your friends know where you can get one. That's how we do it mm-hmm. here in Canada. We don't uh, have government. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Canadian Heritage Minute is really just uh, people tweeting at each other, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it really but, is. But, uh, you know, some progress. Yeah. Uh, we, we had a really fun pod today. Uh, we got um, uh, Alan Shane Lewis uh, and George Brooks. And we talk about um, a weird catfishing question I made up, mm. uh, the most entertaining raptor, uh, what teams uh, are being slept on. Yeah. Uh, and we kind of just have a look at this this Washington game coming up and, yeah. and check in with how people are feeling at the, you know, the end of the season. I feel like I bring but- up Bill Gates a lot. So. You do, you do. Uh, Bill Gates comes in quite a bit, uh, but uh, Flubber makes it in, so that's fun. Yeah. But you know, Matt, if people want to, you know, help us, they want to find us, they want to share yep. our pods, spread yes. the word, uh, make your, make us richer than Bill and Melinda combined. Oh my God! Uh, how, do they do, how can they do that? <laughs> um, well, if you are still rocking a Windows ninety five, I hope you are. You want to go to your uh, Netscape or uh, what was it called? Netscape the browser. Uh, was, no idea. Uh, I think it was something like that. But you uh, you pop that on, you you turn on the, the modem, the 56K modem, and you go to dunkspodcast.com. That is our website. That has all our links on it. And, of course, we are on a network, and they are called The Sonar Network. You can listen to us there, as well as many new podcasts. Seems like they're getting new ones added all the time. And, you know, don't forget about that and more button, folks, when you're on that sonar side, because you click on that and you're still going to see some great gems that pop up on that front page. And and we've got our Patreon. We've got our Shopify on our link trees. You can find those on our Instagram and Twitter bios as well. And uh, yeah, you know, just thanks for supporting um, thank you. You oh, know, yeah. I don't say this enough. Uh, I'm kind of off Facebook, but the give me some Raptors news guys or, uh, you know, our quickish questions, I think come from there primarily. And, uh, thank mm-hmm. you very much for the input. We really appreciate it. And it's a lot yeah. of fun. Totally. And, uh, Hilarious questions. And it's, it's good stuff. I'm really getting picked on about the space jam thing. I gotta, <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch space. Jam. <laughs> gotta watch space jam. Um, I don't know what to say until you watch Space Jam. People won't let it go. Uh, And I'm also encouraging that. So uh, if you're listening, (laughs) please fire away some Space Jam questions for Matt. Uh, Let's pressure him here, okay? But um, 
yeah, I think we're we're, we're basically ready to, to pop in and yeah. uh, start talking about the pod. So let me just say Black Lives Matter, uh, stop Asian hate, defund the police, yep. and email your city councilors. Mm-hmm. And with that, uh, I think let's get going here, Maddie. If you think we're good to go, please just give me those sweet words. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's get going here on our two very special guests. First first guest up is uh, one of my favorite guests. He's on the podcast a bunch. He was in a dunk off with Sonny Weems and DeMar DeRozan. He cheated me in bump. Uh, he's on the Great Canadian Baking Show, which I, I think I actually got the title right. Even I if I did. didn't. Yeah. He's amazing. <laughs> Matt's like, I think he did. did, did. Um <laughs> He's amazing. He's hilarious. We're very, very excited to have him. Give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for Alan Shane Lewis. And I just, I just want to say there are no asterisks in Bump. There are only winners and losers. Wow. All right. That's um, it. That's it. I want to say it's so petty of you for keeping that going, even though I bring it up every time. <laughs> petty king. I won't be all petty. Aside, for anyone who wants to know like the real, real like T on that bump game, I hit a bunch of shots I normally don't hit. And then when Alan bumped my ball away and I went to go get it, I was so tired that I could barely breathe. But when people were like, do it again, I was like, yeah, yeah, we better do it again. But a part of me was like, I need to sit down. Um, anyway, I, was, so. I was hoping on that. that was, that's what my game plan was. I was like, it worked. What? It worked well. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the late night scouting worked. Wow. I can't believe I've been late night scouted. That feels good. Also, a bit creepy, but uh, okay. Let's uh, let's bring on guest number two. Uh, she's amazing. She's hilarious. We know each other from our Toronto comedy days, uh, but we're hardcore Raptors fans. She's the biggest Stanimal fan I do believe in the world, uh, and she was also at the Clippers Raptors game in person yesterday, which is just mind blowing for a lot of reasons. Uh, and you got to check out the sports gambling podcast network where she does uh, kind of gives you tips on uh, bets and uh, fun stuff like that. So give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone for George Brooks Hancock. <laughs> I forgot this was my sound. Yeah, it's definitely like a forced slowdown type sound. I can't hit the beat. <laughs> oh, I found it. Yeah, this is like you're waiting for something in a video game. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> Do you give it to the second guess, or am I, is this just a sound I always get? This is your specific sound. Oh my god. <laughs> That's it's beautiful. Ro- it's your specific royalty free. Uh, you guys chosen you guys sound. composed it for me or mm-hmm. <laughs> isn't that right matt yeah the so maddie good sir please give me your most delicious delicious raptors sting hashtag rtz you know 
Uh, okay, let's just get right into, I think, what is a major event for this podcast, which is someone physically being at the game, which I don't believe has happened since March 2020. Um, George, I saw the picture. I saw the photo evidence. You're with a bunch of buds. Um, it's amazing to see. You're at the Clippers game wearing Raptors gear uh, at the Staples Center, I presume. Yep. Just like, yeah, I guess give me a taste of what it was like. Well, it, probably the most exciting thing I've done in a year, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. There was a lot of rules and regulations, so I it was kind of stressful. But okay. like watching, because also we didn't get the best seats because like they're more money than normal and whatnot but the seats we ended up having were sick like we like i i also haven't been to an nba games in since like 2018 maybe like i didn't go was the last one at staples yeah yeah like it was before Kawhi was on the team for sure oh wow okay um so the tobias harris clippers sorry (laughs) <laughs> it was just like quite just like I forgot what it was like to like watch basketball in person. So that was fun. Um, um, yeah. Alan, Alan or Matt, if you have any questions, I feel like this is OK for just a free for all period. Um, I want to ask, what was the sound like? Was it quiet? Was it weird? It wasn't quiet because they like you know, there, there was some crowd there pretty light in comparison to normal, but like they pumped in sound. Mm-hmm. So, cause there was so much booing when the Raptors had to do like a free throw that I was like, finally, I was like, that can't just be the people in here. <laughs> and my friend Norm was like, no, they're definitely pumping it in because there's a lot of Raptors fans there too, because it's LA and transplants and everything. So mm-hmm. that's why I was like, at least 25% of this like super diminished capacity is here for the Raptors. (laughs) So the booing doesn't make sense, but it was real loud, but it wasn't loud. Like a regular game. Like you could, you could really hear like a dribble. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of what I mean was like the, the, cause it wasn't like just like all sorts of noise everywhere. It was kind of like isolated. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Was it echoey? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. It was really intimate. Like, it felt like you were kind of watching your friends play more than (laughs) a normal Mm -hmm. game. And, like, you know, I kept yelling, like, you know, for, like, Freddie Gillespie was having a run there, and I was really cheering for him. Of course. And then Jalen Harris, what a game for Jalen Harris. Um, Oh, yeah, Steph Curry over here. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh-wee. So I was hooting and hollering but my friends told me they don't think that they could hear me no well they can hear you they can they hear, can you. hear right? you i hope yeah. so yeah um, lebron can hear fans from the 300 zones uh anyone can hear anyone anywhere that's that's my uh <laughs> my, my 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 mantra <laughs> were you that's happy like that uh, life mantra <laughs> yeah pretty much just you know even when i'm just out and about in the grocery store i'm like you know what if lebron can hear people from 300s i can get this eggplant so let's do it <laughs> hey you know it's what? all about veggies baby lebron's like <laughs> like he is like extra perceptive so I, I really do believe that he's that that type of guy who wasn't there a play one time where someone's like what happened on this play in the third quarter and he's like let me just recount 
10 minutes straight for you and everyone's like please calm down dr manhattan <laughs> yeah there was a there's a moment like that where he kind of just like kind of rainmaned an entire sequence of nba plays and i don't know he watches like what four games a night or something like that like it's it's crazy it, his kind of way of uh his superpower when it comes to basketball is also keeping his body healthy but also like a cerebral kind of way of looking mm-hmm. at it like you know that's um, the thing about watching basketball. Like I've just real, and I know that you guys already know this, but it's it kind of blows my mind how smart these players are. Like I think people who don't watch sports are really just like dumb athletes. I'm like they are geniuses. <laughs> like Kyle oh, yeah. Lowry is a genius, hundred um, percent. And it's really it's really cool to see. That. That's why when people are like, "Why don't they just dunk it?" It's like I think a million different reasons that are going to bore you. But here I go. <laughs> Yeah, for not thinking these players are like they're using physics on the ball for spin, English, all that type of stuff. They're uh, calculating how fast they are going and how soft they have to put the ball in the glass every single time. Like all of that takes like your brain to calculate crazy amounts of information and data within like 0.5 of a second. Like they are geniuses. Like that's that's crazy why people don't or when people think like, oh, athletes are just like whatever. I'm like, no, that your brain still makes you move things. Like you have to to, to do these things on the fly. Like that's a smart person. That's a smart person doing that stuff right there. It, and you're playing, especially in like a, a national league or something, like you're playing against other geniuses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Seriously. Really tough. And then also like scouting, you know, coaches, IQ. So it's like, it's like <sighs> adaptive as well. Um, okay. You know what? Let's get to, let's get to some Raptors questions, but I, I did want to just kind of like peek behind the curtain. And I feel like I'm the only one that asks questions and Matt, I'm sorry. All my questions were audio based questions. So I feel like I took away your yeah, my, like mine was going to be audio based too. I just wanted to know if you could hear Steve Ballmer <laughs> at all during. Okay, that's valid. Could you hear Steve Ballmer? Because he's real. He's all amped up right now. His buddy's single again, and he's you know they're going to hit the clubs. His buddy's single. We got a Bill and Melinda joke. Ah. <laughs> 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 Well, you can hear Steve. <laughs> George, no. it's, like, it's a joke question, right? Um, <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's start. Let's uh, go to you, uh, Alan, first. Um, and last week I asked on the pod uh, with uh, with Ryan and Anthony if they thought this kind of road trip was a potential nail in the coffin. Uh, we kind of all aired on the side of like potentially probably. Um, and it does seem like perhaps at least there's been three nails in the coffin. Um, nurse was asked about the wizard game and called it like, you know, the last chance saloon. Cause I think it is big that if we do beat the wizards, we gain a full game on them and we'll still have the tiebreaker, et cetera. Um, but, you know, it's like we're in run the table territory and also needing the Pacers or Wizards to more or less lose the table. Um, yeah. So just I want to ask like, where you're at at this point in the season seven games ago. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard. It's hard as a Raptors mm-hmm. fan when you want to cheer on your team and watch them win games. And you know that it's more beneficial for them to lose these games because, you know, down the line, there's going to be more success when it comes to it. Like, I feel like the Raptors haven't drafted in the lottery in a very long time. Uh, I want to say Joey Graham, but I know that's not true. Uh, but the amount of stuff we can do with players who are like second round, late first round draft picks. So I'm excited for that. So it is, it is hard for as, as a Raptor fan who wants to see the, this team succeed yeah. and whatnot. And 
Yeah, it's 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 well it's such a difficult position to be in. Like to be honest, I've been kind of tuned out of the NBA for like two weeks or so. I got back in it this week, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, especially now with everything that's going kind of going on and kind of seeing all this, it's like it's hard to turn on a rapper game and cheer for a team that you know, like no, but I want you to lose. You know, it, it, it's like last night I found myself just watching it, going like, this is actually way more beneficial for for the Raptors and also. Uh, the Lakers, I want them to go a little higher because I want Daddy LeBron to get another ring. So I don't want him to be yeah. in like that seventh spot. So it was like this weird era. I was like, yes, no, no, yes, like back and forth. So it, it, it's it's strange. It's a strange feeling and position to be put in, I feel. Yes, no, no, yes is a really good, like, just descriptor of the Raptors season for the average fan, I think, because, you know, it, it's a good point. And as someone who... You know, I, I guess I'm still not on, not all the way on the side of like caring too much about when we draft. Um, but also, I think, you know, you get talent through the draft. That's one way that you do it. And when you see that a t- your team, which still has talent, is kind of like in this bleak scenario, it does feel. Yeah, even though against the Clippers, it's like we're playing so well, but then it's kind of like, you know, Kyle's not playing, Trent's not playing, OG's not playing, and there's just this weird vibe to it. And, like, even when we beat the Lakers, it kind of felt like, joke's on you guys, we got hot, but we don't really care that we won this game, if that makes sense. Like, so it's just a, it's a weird vibe. Um, yeah, uh, where, where are you at, George? You know, we're not mathematically eliminated. Uh, it's, it's definitely a... Um, journey to this idea of us getting the 10th seed. Um, and, and like Alan said, you know, it makes sense to be kind of looking at the draft. So yeah. Where are you at as a fan with these last seven games? Um, I don't think we're going to get, make the play in tournament. I'm also like, not, I'm like almost the opposite of Alan, but it's weirdly exactly the same. I don't really care if we make the play in or not, because right. I think draft I I would kind of prefer not to make the plan because like we do have, we just, we had to sit through this season and it would be kind of nice to get something out of it mm-hmm. instead of just like giving the nets a run for their money in the first round or something. Um, right. But I think that like the, the nice thing about this season compared to the other teams who, so like the wizards, the bulls, it's like Wizards, Bulls, Raptors, kind of maybe mm-hmm. Pacers, even in that group, trying to like. Yeah, Pacers are like, hey, we're we're starting to lose. Keep your eye on us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, yeah. a little bit of a coach mutiny happening. No worries. Oh, I made it. It sucks, right? Yep. Uh, that makes me hate. That makes me hate them because of Nate. Okay. Anyways, yep. so I think the Wizards are gonna make it above the Raptors into the play-in tournament. But if we make it into the play-in tournament, that would be fun. But if we don't, then we get a great draft pick, and it doesn't really matter. And unlike the like the Wizards are playing really well, and they're real hot, but they, I don't feel like they have a ton of like exciting things that to look forward to in the future, <laughs> like on the team itself. And the same with the Bulls, whereas the Raptors, like we're not doing well this year, but like there's so much promise for the future, even without a draft pick, like. I know Malachi hasn't played well the last two games, but hey, reigning rookie of the month in the East, baby. (laughs) Jalen Harris last night. I like looked at the like the box score and I was like smooth. 
Yeah, I was like, right now, Jalen Harris, like to open the second, to open the second half, I think, like their lineup they had on, I was like, Jalen Harris has the most points than everyone on the floor right now. <laughs> like he had eight and like no one, no one else had quite that. So I, I mean, I would like to see them get a high pick. I think that would be fun for us. But if we don't, we don't. And we have, fun. it's not a big deal. Yeah, I think, I think those are both, you know, like super fair takes. I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle of like all of that. Like, I don't care. I I feel like the way this season finishes, I don't care too much either way, if that makes sense. Um, Obviously I would like some miracle to happen, but I think we're in miracle territory. So that doesn't seem very rational. Um, And as far as the pick, I don't think it's going to jump too much higher uh, if we lose out like I think it's kind of seems like it's in that 7 to 12 range so I feel like it's going to be higher than yeah Joey Graham comes to mind Alan I think Pirtle Ed is the Davis, other person yeah, Pirtle. yeah. Pirtle, I think was like 8th or ninth. um so yeah we, we're going to get a talented player for sure mm-hmm. um okay yeah. let's uh sorry you got some out no I'm just saying yeah we've just been like competently drafting for the past couple of years so I'm like I'm 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 excited for this one because I'm like oh wow a competent hands on the wheel when it comes to a player that might be like eight to 14 or something like that so I'm like okay that that seems really excitable and I gotta like mentally uh decouple my brain uh or divorce my brain from the idea of like a Raptors win is me being happy and a Raptors loss is me being sad I just need to be like oh, this is 2010 or 2004 mm-hmm. uh just take it just enjoy the basketball just enjoy the basketball enjoy watching your favorite players play and that yeah that's that, where I gotta go with the cognitive dissonance is tough mm-hmm. because yeah and it's also like weird with the with them being in Tampa too there's this whole other yeah. like uh other othering kind of vibe happening um yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see for sure what what we can do with a higher pick we've had in, than we've had in a really long time, especially with the success and the development of all these like later round picks. Um, I think the draft for next year though is like really really hot in the top, and then it kind of levels off pretty quick. Unlike this year, where it was like it, everyone's kind of like you you get a pick that's third, you get a pick that's fifteenth. It's going to be about the same. Mm-hmm. I think next year is different. But I'm not 100% yeah. sure. My only, I mean, we'll, we'll do definitely do tons of draft stuff, but my only kind of like, I think draft caveat is that every year the draft has this like specific type of narrative. Like this draft is like this. And I never find that to be like accurate or true. Like, and I'm not saying that, that this won't be like, okay, there's a big drop off after five, but you know, I, yeah, it's just like when I was, a hardcore draft dude when the Raptors were so bad, there was just endless amounts of like, okay, after seven, that's when the cutoff happens. And then it's like Giannis gets drafted at 12 or like whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. That's a good point. I, I've never the, been too involved in the draft. Well, you know what? College. I, it also changes because I think teams have scouted better. So like maybe my whole draft take uh, is, or like my draft feelings are just like this weird, like I've, I've secretly become like a Lakery person <laughs> that doesn't involve myself in the draft. And like, I'm over, you know, I'm, I'm discounting it too much. Um, try to keep an open mind, you know, Jeez <laughs> Louise. Uh, okay. Alan, let, let's go to you uh, on, on this light question. Uh, you know, seeing surge made me think about it. Who's the most entertaining Raptor right now? 
Um, I think uh, going with my heart, I got to say Fred. I think just watching him blossom and become the absolute star that he, you know, who who he is, is great. Um, But as a Raptor fan, I think like, you know, everything kind of changes when you change like your perspective of things. I think seeing Ken Birch. Um, we were just talking about earlier, just seeing his his, like his, his growth and his stature, his 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 hungriness for rebounds, hunting it down, being mm-hmm. able to find out like he he recognizes bounces. I love that. It's that's it's a skill that no one really talks about. When you see a ball coming from a, one direction, you kind of get a sense with the velocity of it where it's going to land up, and he kind of like judges it and goes to it, and he's hungry and he fights for these things. And I truly think that if we had this guy earlier in the season and we didn't have Aron Baines on our team. I feel like, you know, we would be third place. I say but you always said you loved Baines. Uh, did I say that? I think I said <laughs> I you know Baines was the first Raptor that I just like personally tore uh tore a, a new because like I oh just, I remember and that, that was from I day just, one. Everyone goes, just, what are we wow. this Baines guy, he might be all right, and you're like, You guys need to shut up. And we were <laughs> wow. like, Whoa, easy Alan. He's like, I'm coming. And I'm going to shut you guys up. And I'm like, whoa, it's, just, COVID. Like, it's only because I've seen him play everywhere else and I hated him. So I was just like, oh, no, he's on our team. You were very and I, right. And I yeah, you were very shut. right. I, I, here's the thing. I didn't want I didn't want to just because I didn't. Here's the thing. Our voices echo and these players hear this stuff and they want to right, play yeah. and respond to it. Like Terrence Ross, Patrick Patterson, they all heard our fans talk shit about them. And, you know, it, it's not good. It's not a good scene. But Aaron Baines, oh, I'm going to make a special occasion for that, dude. He's just I don't know. Just That's taking happening. the wrong shots. He just ruins like um, the chemistry of certain things. He doesn't. I don't know. I just, just I have a whole thing about him. But Cam Birch, le- uh, leaps and bounds, way better of a player, a hungry young player, and I'm excited to have a Canadian a Canuck on the team. You know, and uh, I, I, once again, yeah, I truly think if we had him earlier in the season, third place. Uh, I truly believe first place, but I'm not going to say that. But third place, I will debate anybody with and say that's where we would be. I love it. I love it. I love the idea of what you would say and what you would debate because I have that too. Because <laughs> I'll say all sorts of shit. And then someone's like, really? And I'm like, okay, yeah, well, let me back that off. Um, <laughs> okay, George, yeah, what, uh, who's the most entertaining player for you? Well, I took entertaining in a totally different way. I took it like off, off court entertaining. So That's I have totally two. fine. Okay. Um, I think Gary Trent Jr. <laughs> might yeah. be because he's that's a great answer. pretty yeah and, and i think it's a bit of a not like he's new and he left he like just jumped on with the raptors so he's like he is almost too much in terms of his like excitement for being on the team <laughs> sometimes i'm like do you think the other guys actually are like you're kind of a loser but um he um he, gary Tr- gary trent Oh, I was trying to make a fucking joke. I was going to say Gary Trent Keener, and then I realized it wasn't very funny. Sorry. Um, yeah, but he is a bit of a Keener, but I like it. I think the fans like that. And he brings a certain element. Like, he's all, he always makes the, like, fit Instagram accounts. Um, NBA, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, know, I know what you're talking about. Um, so him and the other person, and I'm I'm worried that this is just because they're all new, but like I think another super entertaining person is Freddie Gillespie. I think Freddie is well because he he's interesting to me in the way that like you know almost like opposite of like Ken Birch is like. I know what I can do. I finally have this opportunity to prove it. Like, you know, he even referenced being micromanaged by the magic, which you can totally see, right? He's he's so ready to expand and do more things. You know, he is particular where it's kind of like, but it's like every game, Birch is like, oh, I can hit like a, like a, uh, if you give me like a drop shot, 
like from six feet, if you reliably give me that, I'll can them. And it's like, that's awesome. It's like, he seems like he can add a bunch of that. Whereas Freddie is almost like hard to tell if it's like, are you going to like be like, I don't know, like amazing actually, or, or, <laughs> yeah. or are you kind of just going to round into like a pretty okay player? And I think he's, it's like, yeah. He's got so much like want to do amazing and like he works so hard and, but he's really like rough. Like, uh, he yeah, needs he's, a he's lot of hurt polish. Himself. Yeah. He's gonna, <laughs> but he was very good last night, but also like in interviews, that guy is so funny and charming. And that's mm-hmm. kind of a surge thing. Like, this year, we didn't really have that person who could talk to the media. Like, I mean, Fred could talk to the media, but he was never like. He's kind of serious. Yeah. It yeah. was nice to get um, a Freddie Gillespie who's totally. kinda, like just jokes. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Having some jokers. Um, who do you think the my, funniest rapper is? Funniest OG. rapper? I'm going to say OG, and you're going to hate this, Alan. I think Aaron Baines is pretty funny. Um, <laughs> if he was running that account, that would be the funniest thing. That, okay, that, imagine if he that, was running that account. That would be great. <laughs> Um, my my choice for this, by the way, is Boucher. I just think when Boucher is like cooking, everyone's like, it's such a like a circus. People are like, what is that three? Like, how is he blocking everything? And also, like the fact that he blocks people's threes is like, yeah. what? You're not supposed to do that. Um, okay, yeah. uh, last last Raptors question, Matt. Uh, I want to bring you in. Uh, I know I'm throwing you in the fire here because uh, I, I don't know if I if you had any time to plan this, but I'll go to you last. Um, <laughs> I have not. Because I, I know you wanna, you'll want to, you'll want to answer this. God. Uh, let's go the to hell's... George first. And uh, I've been watching a little bit of the circle season two. Explain it and... for us, for those who don't know what it is. Oh God. Um, I probably, <laughs> uh, this, the whole question is going to fall apart. If I have to, I have to explain the circle, <laughs> but let me just try and say that it's a reality TV show where no one sees each other and they only communicate via text. Okay. So, if that's but Matt, if you're wondering, just quickly Google a synopsis. Well, because like it's going to be better than what I just said. But there's catfishing involved. So they're like, yes, like you could pretend to be me or okay. uh, in the new season. There's someone who pretends to be Lance Bass. <laughs> Wait, I haven't gotten that far. Oh, sorry. Uh. Um, they, uh, honestly, I was just making up an idea. Someone pretends to be Dumbledore. Okay. Like you don't even really know. Um, oh, wow. So what I just said, George, isn't true. OK, you know what? Well, Way well, too much description of the circle. Way too much description of the circle. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, in the premise of catfishing, uh, George, who would be the best like Raptors catfisher? And uh, who would they be pretending to be? Shit. OK, sorry. I didn't read the questions ahead of time. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Okay, so. Uh, okay, well, I'll I, give you a sec then. Alan, did did you read you. this question? Yeah. Okay, the George, I'll give you some brainstorming time. Yeah, okay, I, I, I got my answers. Sorry. Yeah, I got I got Gary Trent Jr. for okay. the same reasons that George said earlier. Uh, I think he came in here. He knew exactly what we wanted. He did all the things. He said all the right things. He pushed all the right buttons. He knows exactly what what's up. So I think if he was on the circle, he would do the same thing. He would be starting all these chats up. He would be setting up alliances. He would be shit talking the right people and he would win his way to the top. Uh, I think Gary Trent Jr. uh, has his finger on the pulse 
And uh, you know what? It's doctor time. And I don't know what that means, but uh, I feel like <laughs> yeah. as I say this sentence, I want it to finish well. And I think I have. Thank you. Totally. I, Not a good one. <laughs> and also, um, I'm going to start saying it's doctor time. <laughs> it's doctor time. <laughs> it's doctor time. Okay. Uh, to buy you guys a bit, even a bit more time, yeah, I can bust mine out. Unless, George, you want to go? I'm ready. Okay. Hit me up. Okay. Just in case I don't want you to steal mine that I just came up with. Um, I think uh, it would be OG. He okay. would be, and he would be really good at catfishing as Serge Ibaka. Yeah. Oh, wow. That crossed my okay. mind too. I like that a lot. He, did yeah. I steal yours, Maddie? Uh, no, but I mean, that's a oh. good one. If we're thinking alike, cause I was like, maybe I thought they would be connected for sure. So yeah, Very yeah, good. he would be pretending to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like the, that. The profile picture would just be a scarf. <laughs> like who? Who's That's, that? Is that OG? Serge, I can't tell. And it would just be like I do art. I like and be like, oh, that's something Serge would say. Um, yeah. <laughs> mine is. Oh wait, sorry. Did I? Am I interrupting? No. Okay. Mine is. Uh, you know, I had to go with the like who I think is the most like wise person on the team so i'm going with kyle lowry oh and it's like a fully invested catfish uh for owner of the team larry tenenbaum so like he's studied larry tenenbaum he knows all the different things he owns and he has a good profile picture of larry like hugging like raptors and but also he knows a lot about basketball so i feel like kyle would do one of those things where he gets to play into his own knowledge but also he's like he knows larry and you know larry's like super rich so he, he knows what rich people do that's a good uh, one yeah yeah and i'm like you know um matt what's up who's your who's your catfishing person <laughs> um okay like i don't know why but i think it's because his personality is still a little elusive to us he's uh because he's a rookie i'm going with malachi flynn Okay. And uh, <laughs> I think I almost went for him. I just, uh, I think that, you know, to stay with what's going on right now, I think he could catfish someone as Bill Gates. Oh. And like, I, like I think there's, I think that they're just the way that he's playing, he's got, he's just like showing a lot of little surprises here and there. Mm-hmm. And I think that he could really commit to it and, you know, uh, surprise us, you know. I like it. Yeah. yeah just a little, yeah, like you know, it. a little Microsoft here, a little yeah. Monsanto there. <laughs> just a little inside scoop on like Balmer, you know, like from the old days, oh. Windows 95, et cetera. <laughs> I love you. That's three. You like, you're trying to get to Bill Gates and Balmer. It's on the brain. I, keep, I just uh, like, I'll, you know, I keep seeing a hundred memes of like, them when windows 95 got released and they're all like dancing to start me up on the stage Whoa. have you seen it and they're like, like oh it's good yeah buddy's getting back I, in the club <laughs> i just know for your birthday for anyone who's listening um steve Ballmer cameo matt a melinda bates cameo <laughs> melinda um, gates yeah is it melinda or melinda <laughs> i think it's melinda oh i, I don't know melinda melinda, melinda mates yeah. yeah it sounded but like you said belinda <laughs> you know what we're just scatting on, on on Melinda Gates' name at this point, which is totally fine. Um, but uh, we should move on. Uh, and uh, let's pause for a sec uh, while we go to uh, some NBA stuff. And I think that's what Matt wanted. Okay, Maddie. 
<laughs> okay, Maddie, please, good sir, give me your most. I keep saying the word delicious, but like, you know, it works. Delicious NBA Sting. National, National Basketball, Basketball Association. Association. Sometimes it's in there. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, Alan first here. Um and uh, th- I, I guess, yeah, take this question whichever way you want, because it doesn't have to be like they're going to storm everybody in the playoffs. It can be like a bad team that people are too down on or whatever. Um, yeah, just w- what team is everybody slipping on? Ooh, I got I got I got two. I got two. Okay. Um, I think on one part, uh, the Jazz, I think the Utah Jazz are playing excellent basketball looks like Spurs looks like, you know, English premier league soccer. The ball has the only agenda the ball has is going in the rim. It has nobody, nobody. It's not about like individual stats. It's about the team game. And it's, it's a beautiful game to watch. And I think it just comes down to people just not watching the jazz. I think that's Mm -hmm. what it comes down to. And they're not sexy. And LeBron said it best, you know, it's like nobody watches the jazz. It's true. Nobody does. Um, But, um, but it's, it's, it's great basketball. If you do, if you, if you ever get a chance to watch it. So I think that's something, but, um, uh, another part of me wants to say the Memphis Grizzlies. I think with okay. the return of Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, the confidence and uh, boost of John Morant, who recently said that he was a top five point guard in the league. I love that. It's not true, but I love that about you. I love that you feel that way about yourself. That means you're ready to go. And if there was any indicator of what they can do and what they are going to do, uh, no, look no further than last season with that playing game when we saw him up against um, uh, Dame Dame Lillard. Uh, I think that was a, a, a beautiful battle. I think John Morant's ready for it. I think the Grizzlies are ready to make a statement. Uh, if they were in the Eastern Conference, they'd be like one of the top four teams. So good on them for, you know, for uh, readjusting, getting everything done and a, a beautiful second season. And I want to see JV go far too as well. You know, it's a great team. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I love both of those answers so much. I wasn't really thinking about Memphis, but that like definitely lands. Um, I guess. Yeah. I wasn't really, I've, I've been, every time I look at the play in, I just keep looking at golden state, but yeah, yeah. Because, but um, that's a great, that's a great answer. Uh, George, who's your, who's your slept on team or teams? I think it's well, the, I, I wasn't thinking the Grizzlies either, either, but I think that's a good one. I, um, the one, I'm picking is um, the Hornets. I think they're a little slept on. Um, That's a good one too. Thank you. Um, <laughs> they <laughs> when they lost like Lamelo and uh and um, Gordon Hayward for a while, and they just like it's. I thought they were not going to be doing well, and they they were able to like continue to play pretty good basketball without them, and now. Lamelo's back, and I don't know if Gordon's back or what, but um, I think he's coming back. Yeah, and they were missing someone else too. I can't remember who, um, but whatever. Well, I, I think they're yeah. Oh no, I was going to say this might be like brand new, but I know that um, Bridges just got put in health and safety protocols. Hmm. Oh really? Yeah, he is. Uh, he is out, and so is Cody Martin, but. Devontae Graham's day to day too. Listen, this have you guys like this season? Because I have to like make bets every week about what teams I think are going to win and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like it changes so quickly because of how many injuries there are. And like I'll say something about a team, and then I'll look and I'll be like, wait a second, (laughs) totally. (laughs) What you know, like 
like I was really high on the Spurs earlier and um I don't even know how they're doing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, a bunch of people have had like season ending injuries or just like, you know, uh, health and safety protocol at like the worst times. So obviously, as Raptors yeah. fans, we know, but, you know, even the Bulls, right? They made a big like push at the deadline and Levine gets uh, COVID. It's like, what? That's just like the, 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 some teams have just been wildly unlucky this year. Yeah. Um, which feels weird when it's the whole league. So I think I know where you're coming from there. But yeah, Charlotte, I mean, I, I think Lamelo has been the difference-making type of rookie that can make a difference. So yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm you know don't want to foreshadow too much for our, uh, the next question, but like uh, I'm very excited to see him in the playoffs. Uh, my my underestimated team. And I feel like this is me going all the way into like investing in something I've already been wrong in before. But I think people are underestimating the Milwaukee Bucks because of their poor playoff performances in the past. But I've also like, I haven't learned any lessons is what I'm saying. Because when they, <laughs> when they went to play Miami last year, I'm like bucks, no worries. And then like, even after they started doing bad, I'm like, I'm pretty sure the bucks are going to turn this around. And like, yeah, they just didn't at all and got clowned pretty hard. But I think they're, they seem like that team that finally is kind of like, battle tested enough that they're not going to stress out when things go poorly. And I think drew holiday is very different than blood. So, um, yeah, I have faith in the bucks players. It's just Budenholzer. I just have no faith in that man. It's yeah. And for me to have faith in him is like, just seems like a bad idea. So, yeah, like, uh, um, uh, sorry. No, ahead, no, you, I was just going to say we're, bringing up the bucks and I'm not trying to start a fight with Allen, but I think that the Utah jazz this year are last year's bucks where they're they having a great season, but I, th- I don't think they're going to go very far in the playoffs. That that's been my kind of like uh sentiment. I felt like prove it to me in the playoffs, prove it to me in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. like the, the ability to do next man rotation, even at, though Donovan Mitchell's been out and them to still kind of be competing these last couple of games, even though they've lost a couple, I'm like, okay, at this point in time, I feel like, um, like what the Utah jazz fans are going through right now is a lot of how the Raptors fans were going through in 2019. I feel like it's this, this amazing team, great basketball that's being played every day, like every night. And the rest of the league is just completely just bird box to it. Like we just don't know mm. it exists. We're not really giving them the love and attention and the flowers that they deserve. So that's why I'm switching my tune mid season. Cause I was a hundred percent like that. I was like, prove it to me the player, prove it to me the players. Cause like, I'm not a fan of Donovan Mitchell. He's great, but I I'm, I'm a Devin Booker guy. Um, so that's, that's, that's been my kind of like sentiment for, for all that. But uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. Like it would definitely take like a, 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 a good first round matchup for them to kind of put that statement on. And I think they could get, they could catch a team slipping. They could catch a team slipping, but also once again, yeah, untested. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, like the perfect transition because I want to talk about new people in the playoffs. Like, you know, we saw it with Siakam last year. It's like when you're the number one guy, how is the team going to, you know, how, how is the team going to zero in on you? And yeah, this year it's, you know, we got Lomelo is coming in. Uh, DeAndre Ayton and Booker. I know they have Chris Paul, but they're it's they're both it's their first time doing the playoffs. You know, um, Julius Randall, who's like coming in his first time as a number one option. Uh, Trey Young, obviously. Uh, although, please correct me if I'm wrong. Atlanta didn't make the playoffs last year, right? No, 
Okay. No. No, they didn't. Uh, okay. I, yeah. For a second, I was like, "Wait a second, did they?" Um, because and, Vince Carter, remember his whole thing where he retired. Oh, right. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So That's sad. the only reason I remember. <laughs> that just made me sad, but in like a life is beautiful way. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm feeling things, everybody. <laughs> but. uh yeah, I'm not, uh, not sure exactly where it was. Oh, yeah, just yeah, all, all these kind of like new people coming into the playoffs, like how they're going to be game plans. Like, uh, George, let me go to you. Like all those people that I mentioned, like who are you most excited by? Or if there's someone else, um, it doesn't even have to be their first time in the playoffs, but like someone who you just want to see how they do, like you're excited. Okay, I, I do have an answer for this, but I'm I, – I'm kind of worried that I'm wrong about whether or not they're going to the playoffs. <laughs> but um, De- uh, De'Aaron Fox on Sacramento Kings. I don't think it's, it would be a stretch. I, I think, think they're in like the Raptors scenario. I'd like to see I him in the playoffs. In fifth too, place in the West. Maybe they're wait. I, th- I thought they were right. here. Oh, let me just show. I thought they were in a Maybe they're just in fifth in their conference. You know how sometimes it tells you then you're like, you look up the Raptor stats and you're like, Hey, they're only like fifth in the East oh, or yeah. Atlanta. <laughs> no, they're, they're Does in 12th um, in the East oh, they are. or in the Shit. West. Sorry. Okay. And there is an outside chance of them making the play in, but they're looking like pretty similar to Raptors where it's like, Oh, damn it. Okay. Cause he's like one of my faves and I would really like them. And they were so fun at the beginning, but they probably, if they're in 12th, they probably won't because now Halliburton's also out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I should just answer the question with somebody you actually said. Uh, although Vieron Fox is a great example of someone who I think is like, just like, you know, like, tearing teams up like fairly successfully in the regular season. And I'd love to see how, how people deal with his speed during like a, a full seven game series. Like is his speed mitigated or is he just like exploding on people? Yeah. I, okay. So I'm changing my answer, but again, I'm not sure if this person's never made it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they played for the Suns or whole career, but okay. I guess Devin Booker. Yeah, no, Booker, Booker is, a, I mean, he scored 70 points. They made that big run last year. That was um, magical, wasn't it, like Cinderella? Oh, it was incredible. <laughs> do, do you think Booker will, like, uh, is, is he, well, the Phoenix guys are weird. Like, do, do you think Booker is going to be, like, fine? Or is he just going to, like, or, or is he be like, oh, my God, he's cold from the field now? No, I think he. Well, I'm not sure I am only judging from last year in the playoffs, but the guy seems to, like, thrive under pressure um and then you mix it with um i almost said paul george i listen i don't even drink but for some reason i feel so hungover from last night you're at the you're at a real basketball game you're and absolutely I, forgiven and i haven't uh, gone anywhere high on so trying to find surge <laughs> like, where's um, waldo in the staples center for surge it's tired who Sorry. am i trying to say <laughs> the point guard uh, for the suns chris paul. who's a chris, chris paul, paul. <laughs> not paul george okay chris paul um i think like he's gonna help enough for the winning too so i think devin booker is gonna play very well in the playoffs and i think um paul <laughs> chris paul chris paul <laughs> Is also just going to keep them afloat. So I'm excited to watch the Suns. I think, like, it depends on the matchups. Mm-hmm. The West is going to be so wild. Like, one of those teams could get Golden State or the Lakers or, yeah. or, or, you know, a Memphis team that's like healthy and hungry at the right time. 
Yeah, I'm very excited. Like, I'm not part of the like, you know, the Chris the Chris Paul MVP thing. I think is a bit of a stretch, but I I think he's had one of the most interesting years, like honestly, in NBA history. Um, but uh, Alan, yeah, let's let's go to you on the on this last question here. Um, any of those yeah. players, or you know, like George, like you know, Fox, or anyone you like haven't seen in like high yeah. leverage situation? Yeah. Um. Once again, indicators from last season. I think John Morant uh, kind of talked. I gave him his flowers earlier, but I think that's mm-hmm. going to be exciting to kind of see because, like, now he's there, and um, so I think he's going to like really, you know, jump to the occasion. Uh, I was going to go with Booker. I think Booker, uh, you know, he's been knocking totally. at that door for how many seasons, and uh, this is his time. This is his time, and I feel like there is tremendous amount of pressure on him and what he does with the, with, the, with these other players. I feel like just an invitation there is enough and it's 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 a successful season at that point in time i think with david booker it's like you have to just show out now you you, you've 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 shown us all this amazing regular season basketball you've been praised by analysts after analysts you Mm dropped 70 points let's see what you do and i think with the back of you know the backing of chris paul at point guard i think he's gonna like you know ground that team out and get them to where they need to and like also shout out to monty williams because like you know winning eight games straight is a hard feat and i can only imagine doing that after not playing basketball for how long and now you're in a bubble so shout out to them for last year what they've done and hopefully they can continue that this year um but i also want to say i am so happy for andrew wiggins to play some friggin playoff basketball i can't right? believe i didn't oh my god wiggins region let's go let's do it we're wiggins. here all right glenn shields we did it even though i didn't go to his school i went to the school near his school but <laughs> you know oh my god. Wiggins wiggins. Family, the crew. shout out to nick shout out to mitchell shout out to your mom dad everybody you know so good for them I am, you know what? That's a nice, like, I think Andrew Wiggins is a nice, one of the nice things this, uh, this season. Cause he's like, yes, he's a first overall pick. Yes. In so many people's eyes, he, whatever, whatever, but he still is good and yeah. like helping them, you know, do all sorts of things they need to do and, and scoring at a good volume and hitting more threes. And yeah, I can't believe I didn't think of him. He is an, he is a great example of someone who, I'm I'm super excited because you know it, uh, playoffs are so different where you you're going up against the same people every night. Oh, I guess in his situation, he might only get you know if they don't get to a playoff series, he might have a one game. So who knows? But um, but back to Booker because I think you both brought him up for you know a good reason. He's like what what new player is getting their first try and also coming in as like the second or first seed. It's yeah. like he's going to be like maybe the best, like, you know, have the best record in the NBA. And also it's like, here's your first playoff experience. I hope it goes well. It's like, yeah. and, and I think, you know, Chris Paul booing him is really going to help. But to your point, Alan, I think DeAndre Aiden is like, woof. At least I don't have to deal with all the pressure that Booker is going to have to deal with. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's been in the league longer and he's gotten – Unlike someone like Moran, he's gotten a lot of flowers already. So people will turn on him hard, I think, yeah. if he doesn't and, do well. And this season, I've seen a lot of like Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker banter and like, who's better? Who's better? Who, who do you prefer? And mostly for me. But uh, I think <laughs> this is the season where it's like, now you can differentiate yourself. Like, you know, we had the Darren Williams and uh, Chris Paul kind of conversation. And, Don't like, bring that this up. Is an opportunity. <laughs> Did you go Darren Williams? I did, and it was like far for far too long, and it was like well past the point. It's, it's like Cleveland, you're like he could turn it around. For anyone who has like a bad take, just remember, like I argued to whoever who would listen that Darren Williams was going to have a better career 
than Chris Paul. <laughs> so listen, I, I went Greg Oden over Kevin Durant, so don't worry about that. Oh, that's a biggie. Fair enough. <laughs> I was like, left hand, right hand, and he said it for one. He's got it. And then he just didn't have it. Um, yeah, uh, I think um, I was going to say Randall, just because I think New York is is going to be aggressive. And I feel like Randall, he's hitting all these like fadeaways and like incredible shots. It's like, you better actually even do more of that in the playoffs because it's going to be harder. And the New York media, who knows, maybe they'll just be happy to be there. Uh, and, and it's like the first time. So that pressure is not quite that way. And, you know, I think Trey Young's going to have, I'm very interested to see how he's like game plan for, you know, if, if he's hot for a series, what does that look like? If he's super cold, are people like, we can't win with this guy. You know what I mean? I think with Trey's going to have a lot of um, stylistic kind of like people going to have their eyes on him, yeah, but he's not, uh, he's not your favorite. No, I, I feel like that he, sounded so rough. I just mean, I, I, I wouldn't, <laughs> I think he's so talented, but I wouldn't want him on my team. He's definitely got a lot of cilantro vibes. Like you, you don't meet a lot of people who are like meh about Trey. It mm. seems like it seems like people are like I don't like that guy, or they're kind of like he's got a certain swagger that I just love. I, I'm excited for you know like every NBA player finally has their I'm in the league haircut and like they're not a rookie anymore. Like remember when Blake Griffin came in, he had that like very specific lineup, but then he got like his hair and he came into his own and he got his own persona. I'm waiting for Trey Young's like transition to having his adult in the league veteran haircut. Cause he still has that baby hair kind of look that very yeah. kind of slick back kind of loose curl kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. I'm ready for it. Once you do that, then I'm, then I know you're in the league. Then I know you're, you know, you're, think, you're uh, DeMar DeRozan with the, with the braids or whatnot. You know, DeMar's hair this year has been extra perfect. May um, I suggest a nice comb over might look good on Trey. I was just going to say, I think it's going to be shaved. I think that's Shave, when eh? cause he's balding, right? Is he? I think that's what's going on with his hair. I thought the oh. hair was a bit light up top, I'll say. But but again, I don't know, you know, different so when styles. He, when he when he comes on home with the baldness and he gets like that little that little, you know, the the beard game going, he's going to be just oof, dropping 45 points, you know. If LeBron think, got rid of that part of his brain that cared about his hairline, he'd drop an extra 10 points. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I think we can all hope and pray that Trey does the Drew Gooden weird patch of hair in your lower neck. Uh, if you've never seen it, please just Google Drew Gooden haircut or Drew Gooden loses a bet. Or I'm not exactly sure why he ended up rocking that hair for so long, but it is particular. It's like <laughs> something you do to a Sims. Um, but uh, you know, I think it's silly time. Let's uh, let's do some quickish questions. Uh, what's up, you two? You want to do some quickish questions? Yeah, I'll stop googling Trey Young hair. It's doctor oh. time, baby. Please don't stop <laughs> googling Trey Young hair. Uh, but Maddie, I know you're back there. Please give me your most delicious quickish <laughs> questions. Sting. Quickish questions. That's right. Color we got colors in here now. Okay. StreamYard's oh. getting bright. Um, <laughs> this is quickish questions. Uh, everybody knows everybody loves it. I'm going to read these questions as, as clearly and concisely as possible. Uh, hopefully they'll be clear. They might not be clear. 
as a guest, you have to answer as quickly as humanly possible. You can't phone a friend. You can't delay. No ums, no ahs. You just got to let it fly from your brain. Um, that's that's the rules. Uh, barely, rarely followed, but uh, those are the rules. And this is usually the time I use to grab my questions. And guess what? I didn't do it this time. So <laughs> I'm searching for my questions. What could the questions, questions be? Do you have a lot today? There, Do you have a little? Oh, there's a lot today, Matt. Oh, so dear. I hope you're ready for it. And I hope you are. Uh, I hope you're ready to answer as quickly as you possibly can. Absolutely. Okay. Every time. All right. Here we are. Are we ready? Yeah. We're going to go Alan, George, Matt. Okay. Alan. Yo. Isn't Westbrook the best? At, at triple doubles, yeah, sure. Dexter. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love when you know who is asking. Okay. Um, George. Mm-hmm. What can Iverson really do better than Kyrie? <laughs> Dexter got a second one. Um, maybe be like a fun person to hang out with. Fair enough. Uh, Damn. Matt. Yes. If you have a clip of, uh, uh, if you had a clip of you playing basketball become an NBA top shot moment, what would it be? Um, I think it would be one of those wild, like, like I'm sitting on top of the Rogers Center. Okay. And I whip it off and hit like an outdoor net nearby in Queens. Right. So it's, it's like a dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <type of> celebration <laughs> video. Yeah. That's your top shot. Yeah, I think so. That's not legal. Alan, how will the Raptors be title contenders again? And will it happen next season? Uh, yes, we will draft both Amani Bates and Cade Cunningham, and Ken Birch will average a triple double with rebounds, points, and steals. Whoa, that's not even confidence. That's just facts. That's just facts. <laughs> um, George, yes, if not the Raptors, since we're technically eliminated. Getting there. Who are you pulling for to win the Larry Obi this year? I want the Knicks to win. Oh. Whoa, okay. <laughs> I, I know like that we just... don't like the Knicks as Raptors fans, but I like Why them not? this year. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. fun. Um, Maddie. Yeah. What will Maddie D see first? A Raptors championship again or the ending of Space Jam? <laughs> Specifically about me, okay. Yeah, this uh, is a question about you and for you, okay. um, Wow, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, I think... I think it's going to be that championship. Just wow. Saying, yeah. Guy won't watch Space Jam. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Alan, which Los Angeles team will go deeper into the playoffs? Oh, my heart says the Lakers because Daddy LeBron, and my brain says the Clippers because they're pretty deep this season. But, uh, ooh, let's go, Lakers. Let's go, Lakers. <laughs> George. Does the play in tournament have the possibility of turning into the dunk contest, aka <laughs> being good once every five years? I think it's I think it's gonna be almost better than uh the championship. I, I think, think the play in I think it's gonna great. be so fun. Yeah, I do I too. I think it's gonna be like some of the best basketball. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. Um 
Matt. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's a question specifically for Alan, so I'll wait a sec. Um, <laughs> no, ask it of Matt. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to. Matt. God, hey, too- Alan. Who's on, uh, who's on your NBA first team as of now besides Steph Curry? Oh. So who do you think Alan thinks is better than uh, Steph Curry right now? Better than Steph Curry. Um, yeah, according to Alan. And we'll go to him right after. Oh, my God. I don't know. Uh, can I just pick one? It might be better. I, pick three players. Three think, players that sure. I think are for Alan sure better. Is better than Steph Curry. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say uh, LeBron James. I'll say uh, <laughs> Kawhi. Okay. And uh, I'll do a... Uh, uh, no, I'm not going to say that one. I'll do a, a Giannis. Are those correct? LeBron, Giannis, Kawhi, are they better than Steph? Uh, I didn't say those people. <laughs> I think I would have gone with uh, Steph, uh, either Chris Paul or Westbrook. And then forwards, we got uh, Giannis, uh, Jokic, and then Embiid. Okay. Uh, checks out. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I didn't have like a, a hard opinion about that. I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, like, Hell no, you're wrong, Alan. <laughs> Alan, you're so wrong, and you're so banned. I knew you it. Me and bump. Um, <laughs> Alan, actually, you know what? The, the last one's going to be in all place, so I'm also going to ask everyone this same question. Um, Alan, would Jokic winning MVP feel right? Yeah, he's the best player in the league. George, would Jokic winning the MVP this year feel right? Yeah, I, he's great. He's the best player in the league, and he's also like likable. Yeah, Matt, are you gonna are you gonna go with the crowd here? Or are you like does it feel wrong that Jokic is winning? <laughs> Might win. Uh, I really can't think of anything to say why it'd be wrong. I think he's had a fantastic season and very deserving. And why not shake it up a little bit from the yeah. uh, old Giannis train, right? Jokic friendly pod. You heard yeah. it here first. <laughs> okay, last uh, question. This is uh, from our pal Anthony for the um, the play in. So uh, let me just read the question and then we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> An evil genie grants you three wishes to help you prepare the Raptors for the play in and eventual eventual playoff run. The catch is if anyone suspects your moves, the genie curses the Raptors forever. What what low key moves do you make to help the Raptors knowing this information? So, Alan, what do you do to, I guess, help the Raptors with these genie wishes? <laughs> um, uh, knowing that if it's like if the cover gets blown, there's like a serious curse. Like it's not a friendly genie. Yeah. Um, I will do a K- Kadeem Harrelson inspired Marlon Wayans uh, uh, a stunt and pull a sixth man. And I, I will love be in, that. I will become a ghost for the uh, for the Toronto Raptors and I will sit on top of the, the, the net and I will smack away all the balls that come into our rim. And any balls the Raptors shoot on me, I'll just throw it in the net and no one will catch me because I'm a ghost and ghosts do not have ID. <laughs> So honestly, you heard it here first. You no. want to be subtle? Become a ghost. Yeah. Um, Who are you? I'm a ghost. Ah, I can't. I can't verify it. Can't honestly, verify it. Shout out to Six Man. Great movie. I loved it. <laughs> a guy dies in an alley oop. It's a mess. <laughs> um, it's, it's traumatic. Um, 
<laughs> but <laughs> George, um, yeah, what what kind of like you know this genie's giving you these wishes? What are you gonna do that no one's gonna suspect to help the Raptors? Okay, I do want to just clarify off the jump. I don't really understand the question. <laughs> Very fair. <laughs> I th- and, and also, secondly, my answer is I'm taking this question I don't understand very seriously. Okay. So I would. I would make it so that, okay, it's going to sound like I'm doing this for the people, but I would make COVID in Ontario go away, but it wouldn't be for you guys. It would be so the Raptors could go back and play in Toronto. (laughs) Whoa. I feel like they, like, I wouldn't get caught because they'd be like, well, you know, the Ontario government, they've been so on top of things. they, (laughs) they, They did this. No one would think it was me who did it. that's a wonderful answer and that would be so yeah that would be great you're welcome thank you (laughs) thank you very much uh matt yes we got we got a ghost yeah we got um uh covid going away yeah what 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 other subtle uh thing would you do to help the raptors uh well freddie this one is actually for you and i think you'd really appreciate it now we can't fully use a big ball of flubber but we can microdose it so if we take just little bits and we inject a little bit into all those aching tendons on their legs and then their knees and their ankles and stuff so just in case keep that stuff nice and you know flexible and then put a little bit on their heels get a little more jump just microdosing though let's not get crazy here folks and uh the only player who gets none none is aaron baines so that if any time any time someone the genie or whoever cocks their eye we throw baines out there and he just plays like he does yeah, and, and then it'll like, just huh, you know, okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah there you go and Baines finally serves his role. Yeah, and yeah, the and he finally had the season. Yeah. Well, he was born to play. Yeah. Well, the, I was going to play, but Matt, that honestly, I don't even feel insulted. You know, I was coming in with a flubber base. <laughs> and I swear to God, it was. Micro dosing flubber is way better. I was, like, mine was going to be like, put it in the gator. I didn't even know. Uh, but yeah, yours is much, much better just off the fly. I know they're doing some, like, I think like the, like Warner Kate or whatever network is doing, they're turning like a new Orleans and a, uh, golden state, like mini two game series or something into like a, uh, cartoon narrative. Like somehow during the game, they're going to like do storylines. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe they could do a storyline where the Raptors uh, are just put in the play and even if they don't deserve it. Uh, <laughs> but I think the genie would suspect that, honestly. <laughs> so you flubber is better. Um, I shouldn't have even said it. Flubber is... I mean, if you've got yeah. other ideas for the flubber, you know, you, you they're endless. Well, I do, have, I do have other ideas for the flubber, but you really massaged it. Like, it was good. The microdosing and... Uh, okay. That's it. We made it to the end of the pod. Uh, Flubber did make it in, which is huge for me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is really fun. Thank you so much, both of you guys and um, everyone who listens and subscribes and you know comments, all that kind of stuff. Everything uh, is impactful. So appreciate it very, very much. Uh, let's go to you first, George. Um, oh, no. Besides living in uh, a 
somewhat of a post pandemic world uh, yeah. and going to Raptors games in real life. Uh, what, what's up? What are you doing? You know, where can people check you out? Oh, um, so as you said before, I, I make videos for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Um, and there, I think there's going to be some new stuff coming with that. So watch out Ooh. for that. Uh, I also am at Georgia Brooks on Twitter and Instagram and I think on TikTok, I'm we the Georgia, which isn't that great of a name. <laughs> hey, but for Raptors fans, they get it. Yeah. <laughs> they get it. But when I just said it out loud now, I was like, wait, that doesn't rhyme like I thought. It did. Honestly, don't worry about it. Like you already wrote it down. <laughs> we the I'm Georgia. grape alien on TikTok. Okay? Grape alien. Yeah, it's a puppet I have and it's an initiative I never started. I'm going to add you right now. <laughs> I mostly make Raptors shit on TikTok. So sweet. Check it. I will. Um, Alan, what's up? How you doing? I'm good. Um, you could follow me. Yeah, you can follow me at the Alan Shane on Twitter, on Instagram, Alan Shane. Wish I had it for the same for those. Uh, if you like watching people play video games, oh, I'm on Twitch too at Shoeless Lewis. And uh, yeah, if you want to follow <laughs> me on TikTok, also Shoeless Lewis. Uh, I don't wear shoes while I play the game, so that's that's the name. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Um, if you were like a guy that always wears shoes when he plays games, I'd be like, sir. Yeah. It's you know not mean? Like, the content you want if you're wearing shoes while playing video games. I am just you, give your feet some air. Is all, is what yeah. Uh, but we guys, uh, thank you. We, we've made it to the end of the pod. Uh, and I think we can all go uh, and enjoy this day. I don't even know what that means. Um, but yeah, let's uh. Let's let's get out there and love each other, uh, Matt. If you feel like we're if you like we're we're good to go, uh, please, sir, just give me those sweet words. Okay. Okay. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.